You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses, are you ready to get your financial life in order? Once and for all, as soon as possible? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together, but just don't quite know how? I am with you. I've been there. I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order. It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my Money Flow System, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances, even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, you will never have to worry about budgeting and who likes that budgeting thing anyway. You will stop accumulating debt and create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off. You will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are. You will never have to miss a single bill again. And you will always, always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts. So head over to money-flowsystem.com to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less five or five weeks. Guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. Your child is about to graduate from college, but they haven't figured out the next steps. No real job is on the horizon, and possibly they might be moving back home. What should you do? How can you help? My guest today is Beth Handler-Grunt, is a recognized thought leader in a college-to-career space. She has extensive experience consulting with startups to Fortune 500 firms. She leverages her expertise to help college students succeed when they graduate. Her book, The Next Great Step, helps parents launch their young college graduates into a career. Today, we're going to discuss practical steps to put in place, how to approach your children with this topic, and how can you empower them as they are still learning and exploring this next phase. Tune in into our conversation. Hi, money bosses. Welcome back to the podcast. I am excited for today's conversation. I want to welcome my my guest, Beth. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. And we are talking about how parents can help their children who are just about to graduate from college 
land that job that they've been really studying hard for. So <laughs> I know Beth, you get to you get to have that conversation. My experience has been very different when I graduated or when I was graduating from college because I don't know why. Maybe the expectation was that you graduate the college and you have to have a job. So even like I remember last semester or you know, last year um, of college, I had to have an internship, which let me into gaining, you know, employment right after that. Now I know that's not everybody's experience. So um let's dive in and 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 kind of discuss like where do where do parents start? Because there's lots of challenges currently at present. And um I'm sure there are steps, practical steps you can put in place. Yeah, absolutely. So great question. Yeah, so many parents, especially this time of year with graduation coming. The whole idea is, oh, how can I help my young adult to land a job, get off the payroll, move out of my house? You know, that's what we as parents are trying to, to achieve for our kids, and we want them to have that. And one of the first things, so a lot of times parents come to me and say, well, I told them that they should just go to apply to as many jobs as possible, or I'm going to introduce them to a friend. And all of these strategies can be helpful in the right time, but... <laughs> The best advice for parents to help their young adult would be to really start by asking them questions about, tell me what you're thinking about. What is it that you're excited about doing? And give them the space, because sometimes it doesn't always match up to the major that they studied. And, and that's sometimes hard for our kids to also admit. So give them the comfort to say, you know what? this is really what I'm thinking, or this is what I like. I think also as parents, we have the opportunity to share what we've observed to say, I see that you are great at this. You know, you're an excellent writer, or you have a way with people, you're great with customer service, or you know how to convince someone to do something. And maybe these are things you should think about. So get helping them to get clarity on their skills, I call them their core skills, is one of the best things that parents can do before pushing them to speak to anybody or applying or getting the resume fixed up. Because when the clarity on the, on the primary core skills come into play, everything gets easier. How, um, so when the parents are starting to think about this and when is the right time to do this? This is not a month before you're graduating kind of thing, I suppose. So the best time to start for a young adult college students to start looking for the job, of course, the answer is sooner is better than later. However, there's the reality. And let me just start with, I'm also a mom of a college student and a recent grad. So I understand the challenge of a young adult trying to exert their own independence and decision-making in the process. And just because we as parents think now is the time that you have to go look, doesn't always exactly align or match up with what our kids might be thinking. So it really does need, of course, we need to encourage them. And I think you can do very simple things, even starting from freshman year, encouraging them to get involved in activities, meet your professors, you know, try out going to the career fair, walk around, see what it's like. I think there's definitely things they can do every year of school to help them be successful and ultimately to get towards that job when they graduate. But it has to also be when they're ready because it doesn't matter how much we want it for them, they also have to want it as well, because it's just going to create more friction if it's if it's not the thing that they're thinking about. Sometimes just the peer pressure, it, it, it evolves, but it can't always be on our schedule as parents. 
that that's true and, and and i know that there's definitely elevated concern with parents especially when you pay enormous amount of money for uh, college education these days right you you probably ex- just experienced it um with your grad and so it's like yeah we've like contributed so much now is the time to start you know for this thing to start paying off so like what are some of the signs that you may want to highlight for our parents to kind of start noticing that, you know, it's not going in a direction that you expect it. Maybe this major is not what the, my child should have studied or um, yes, any signs to look, be on lookout for. So signs to look for, to know that maybe they didn't choose the right major or what, what's just maybe clarify for me, the question. S- signs around major, maybe they didn't choose the right career path and here's it's time to intervene. So the signal for when you might need to intervene or when you start to realize maybe my young adult is having difficulty in the area that they chose to pursue and maybe that's not what they really want. I mean, the first thing is obviously you need to have an open conversation with them and ask saying, how are you feeling studying this? Do you feel that this aligns with what you like? It is very, very normal for young adults to switch majors. It is very normal to try something out and then realize, hey, this is not for me. I want to try something different. And I think we as parents, it's hard because there's so much financial <laughs> investment tied to it. But sometimes we really need to listen because I've heard of many scenarios where, let's say, families say, well, I'm sorry, you got to go study this and you got to go do this. And then they just end up switching down the road. I'm not, there's no perfect answer, but you really need to have an honest conversation. Or if they feel like maybe the major is not what they thought maybe this is a time to pick up a minor or just be a part of an activity or something else that gives you exposure. So maybe you're the English major, but you really like investing. Maybe you want to start managing your own money without having to change your major, but there's ways to get some experiences. And the other way is through part-time jobs, internships, shadowing, and trying things out. So before you automatically switch your major, automatically go another direction, Try it out and see if you can figure that out and and talk to people who are doing it. Talk to people who have that major or talk to other professionals who are in that field to get a better sense of it before you just automatically say, I'm going to you know go one way or the other. I love how you pointed out that internships have a, such a such a big you know component of of trying things out. And I wish I, I wish this was emphasized earlier um, because I actually personally switched uh, you know majors halfway through, and so I didn't lose that much time. Right in terms of like I have to graduate within four years, but it was still a shift. So um, can we talk a little bit about what some thoughts or questions, suggestions you have uh, for, you know, around internships? Like how, how can that be a tool that everyone should utilize early on and not wait till the last semester of their uh, degree (laughs) to try things? Yeah, I'm a big fan of internships and I think it's becoming a more popular idea. And I hear more and more people saying I have a freshman and my freshman wants an internship. I think we also have to uh, let go of our traditional definition of internships. It doesn't always have to be a eight or 10 week experience by a big company that puts you through a rotation program. It could mean lots of other things. There's companies now, there's one that I really like called Parker Dewey that matches young adults to companies for projects. So your internship is like a week or two weeks, but you're doing really meaningful work and you can do multiples of these. Or maybe you're going to do something over your winter break for a, a winter, you know, a few have to be two and a half to three months. 
I think it's just the more you can get opportunity to try doing something in a real work environment that allows uh, discovery and curiosity and what you like and what you don't like. And I think it also helps a lot of clarity on the path that, you know, a young adult might want to take uh, in terms of, you know, major or what the next job is. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. We'll share the the, the resource you mentioned in the in the podcast notes. Um, but but I agree. And I personally, as a business owner, I've had internship at our firm um, over summer, right? That's like you said, the most traditional, like you wait either for summer or or some, you know, a semester. And for same reason, because like, you know, we want to present the opportunity if you have that option as a business owner to let somebody come in and see how you do, right? For me, it was financial planning. And so hopefully, um, and actually, it's interesting, a few of the internships that we, uh, interns we've had over the years have pursued the career of, of becoming financial planners. So when you, you know, later on, you see them in an industry and it's like, yay, <laughs> I've helped them make that decision. Yeah. Now, one of the things I wish I personally learned earlier in my career, um, but I didn't, is networking and how... I kind of see the connection now that we're talking through this topic, but also, you know, as I was growing my business and, you know, my, my career um, uh, itself. So networking, how can young adults, especially when you're starting out, use that skill, grow that skill, because it leads to so much. It opens so many doors. Um, So yeah, what are some ideas you have around this topic? Sure. So to me, networking is the heart of how you find a job. Doesn't matter how smart you are, how, how great your grades are, the name of the school, but if you can't have a conversation with somebody to, to communicate the value you have and ask good questions and learn and have them learn about you, it's going to be really difficult. So the value of networking is huge in a young adult's ability to be successful in finding an internship or that first job. The challenge that I've seen is that, unfortunately, networking is not really taught, right? It's not really taught in college, per se, or a formal class. And sometimes there's this assumption like, well, you just need to go do it, but we don't teach it. So that's something that we have taken on, and we teach that through our programs and and my book that I write about. Um, and we as parents need to teach it. It's, it's, it's something that not only can just create a relationship, but also really good answers about, I really like this and I don't like this. And you can think it, and you can figure it out in like 20 minutes. So I'm a big fan of networking. Yes. And there's a number of books that have been written out um, on this topic for sure. So <laughs> the, this, the sooner you can get your hands on it, the better skill that could be, regardless yeah. of the major or career you're pursuing. Yeah. Um, I, I want to take a little pivot here and talk about um, what are you seeing these days in in the landscape of the mar- you know the job market because obviously with the current economic environment we're in and all kinds of stories are popping out I feel like um, it's not it, it's not looking as as exciting although maybe this is not really the truth so anyone graduating like in in a few weeks what should they be on the lookout for what should they expect. Yeah, so I'm I'm following that very closely. And it's funny, there was an article just written in the Wall Street Journal where they interviewed me to kind of give some uh, color on that as well. And yes, is it more competitive now? I do think it's competitive. I think it's it's been competitive for a while. And yes, if you look at the headlines, you say, oh, well, you know, Meta pulled back and Amazon pulled back and Wayfair and, uh, you know, big name companies that people look at. But the statistics about, 
openings and the number of people searching hasn't really changed. The number is still that there's 10 million job openings and there's 8 million job seekers. Now, I'm not going to say that every single job that's open is the one that every college grad wants, but I do think there's opportunities. I do think that smaller companies, first of all, all those people who are in STEM jobs at Google and Meta, there's, they're getting hired pretty quickly. Um, I think it's just being really strategic about where you want and why you want to be there. Because, you know, you can't just say, well, I just want to be in, like, you, I'm sure you're hired. I just want to be in finance or I just want to be in sales. Well, tell me what kind of finance or what kind of sales or why us and why this company and doing the research and forging those relationships. So, Yes, is it going to be a little bit harder for this class, but I don't think it's actually any harder than it's been. You know, my feeling is it doesn't matter whether the job market is hot or whether it's challenging. I think what we have to remember is that people hire people, not an algorithm, not a tracking system, not AI, that yes, those might be some tools used to, to filter through, but ultimately how do you forge a relationship with someone and show that you can add value to them, their organization, and what they're trying to accomplish in their company? And that's why people will hire you. So it just needs to be, you know, a process and a, a plan as you approach the, the job search. So in, in what you do for, for these young adults, and it's a career coaching, um, how much of this particular help do you offer? Or maybe talk a little bit about what is a what what does a career coach help someone who is just about to graduate with? Yeah, so you know, career coaching the same way they help someone who might be in mid-career, you know, our just niche and what we've realized is that there's this gap in the market that employers have very specific expectations about what they want from young adults coming into the workplace. And young adults think that they are more qualified and more ready often than employers do. So how do we bridge this disconnect between what an employer needs and what a young adult thinks that they can bring to the table? And that is kind of how I came to this company and forged it. My, I'm a corporate background. I'm not a, actually a career coach by trade, but I understand a few things about how people make decisions and how they operate in business. And one of the things that I'm bringing to young people is, you know, a couple things. One, how do you have a plan or a strategy about how you're going about your search? How do you make sure you have value that you can bring to the market? And how do you articulate that and differentiate yourself in such a way that someone wants to hire you over someone else? And that's really our approach is to really help young adults. And I'd say it's really where I say I'm, I'm in the confidence business. I'm mm -hmm. all about pulling the best out of a young adult who says, oh, I only delivered pizza, or I didn't really do very much, or I don't know what I have to offer. Everybody has something to offer. It's how can you articulate it in a way that shows that you have good self-awareness of what you can do and how it really can help a company to achieve its goals at the same time. And, and that's what makes uh, you unique and what someone will want to hire you for. I like that a lot because it could be definitely intimidating, right? Especially if you really never formally, right, gone through the process. Yeah. How I know you've written a book, um, the great, the next great step. So talk a little bit about that. How how could someone benefit from it? And also perhaps um, if they are looking for one-on-one -on -one work, I know your company um, offers that kind of support as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I wrote the book, The Next Great Step 
the parent's guide to launching your new grad into a career. And I wrote it specifically for parents because I speak with hundreds and hundreds of families and specifically parents who call me every day saying, I'm really worried. I don't know what to do. I, I thought I was giving good advice. They don't want to listen to me. And I'm not sure. I haven't looked for a job in 20 years. I don't know. Am I giving them current advice? You know, is it good advice? And what we do in the book, what I did is that I really outlined what you were thinking as a parent, all the things that you thought were going to happen when you sent your student to college, what your student is thinking, what they thought was going to happen, and also what employers are thinking and what they're expecting. So you have real clarity from all those three perspectives. And then lay out, here's a solution of how you can actually help and guide your young adult to go through that process of helping them get clarity on their skills, helping them to be really clear about who do you want to bring those skills to? How do you represent yourself in a way when you network and prepare and going into interviews and targeting people? So if they're willing to listen, or you can share parts of that, that you actually are giving sound advice that uses, I'll say, the current model of how people are getting hired. And you're also, I don't want to say, I don't want you to hinder your relationship with your kid. I want them to still be happy to talk to you when you're done going through that. Um, and I wanted to put that tool out because I feel like there's not a lot of resources for parents about how to guide a young adult through this stage in their life. It's almost like, you know, we have the what to expect when you're expecting when they're a baby, but we don't have it for when they're in their 20s. And this is one of those tools that that enable that. Um, we also provide services here in our company. So I'm the founder and CEO of Next Great Step, which is our firm here. And we provide advising to college students and recent grads to help them get the internship or first job. And we do that through small group coaching and through private coaching. So I feel that we're really able to support, you know, our communities, uh, whether through the book or through our services directly. Well, that's awesome. And I'm glad that you made this connection between, you know, here's this great resource and it didn't exist, but everybody, you know, who've, who've had kids probably at one point on that journey have <laughs> had about what to expect when you expect it. I have read that book really closely, right? Starting out as a new mom. So yeah. I, I love that very much. I mean, I think this is such a, such a needed service because you can't just, you can't just expect that if you've studied really hard, right. And you've done all these right, you know, right things as a, as a college student, then like all of a sudden everything is going to, um, you know, just be lined up for you. Life doesn't work like that. Right. Exactly. They tell, they tell you that when you're like entering the, you know, the college studying year. So like, okay, this is real life, but the real life really happens once you graduate. Yeah. Um, so definitely um, very much needed resource. I wanted to see if you have any last minute thoughts before we close and also um, where, where can our listeners connect with you? Sure. sure. So the last minute thoughts are a few things. Um, hope is not a strategy. <laughs> you know, we hope our kids are going to do certain things or we hope they're going to get a job. And sometimes it happens or sometimes they're self-starters or sometimes a connection, but there is effort that goes into it. There's, there's a process. And especially in this competitive marketplace, I think the more you help provide some guidance and help them think about it sooner, the better. Um, we'd love the opportunity to support you with that. If you are interested in learning more about how we help college students and recent grads to land that internship or first job, we welcome the opportunity to speak with you via a complimentary consultation. You can go to our website, nextgreatstep.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a button that says, let's talk. 
and click that and we'd be happy to schedule a time. You can also find my book on Amazon and anywhere where books are sold. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Beth, for your time today. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, Money Boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.